1: A high schooler misses a season because she played for Team USA, and Robo calls seem to be on the rise. The guys talk about classic bowl games being the second best,
2: and more this week on Just Press Play.
1: The red after me. <laughs> Pregnant ladies and little kids better get the hell out of the way because I am running. I'm just, I'm like Forrest Gump, dude. I am
0: running.
1: The Titanic was the biggest ship on the ocean, but that didn't mean it was unsinkable. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. I want you to use ombudsman. Um, but I got one for you. My name is Kevin, the official
2: ombudsman.
0: You like apples?
2: All righty. Welcome back. We got the guys with us, LJ and Pops. Another episode of JPP. What's what up, up, what what up, guys?
1: Good evening. Man, all the way from Chicago. Ladies and back, gentlemen.
2: Finally made
0: it
1: home. Yeah. Everyone yeah. is
2: back in their own homes. Their it was fun to record. Home. It was fun to record all on the same roof and, and be be with each other. And yeah. shout out to Benji for jumping on with us. But it is nice yeah,
1: to kind of, of be, guest. be yeah, back he a my guest. Yeah, no doubt.
0: Yeah, he brought a level of intellect this show doesn't normally <laughs> yeah, have. Definitely, so. <laughs> definitely
2: raised the bar as far as intellectual
1: yeah. Uh, content. <laughs> yeah. Back to just little old us now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bear, bear with yeah, get us. Get out so. your Wikipedia. Someone fact check
2: us. Uh... <laughs> but we are recording this as of Sunday night. It's about uh, seven thirty, and the wild card round is now over. We're gonna we're gonna dive deeper into it a little later this week. With Uncle Tony's going to join us, and we're gonna really kind of react to some of the wild card and look into the divisional round. But let's go ahead and mm-hmm. talk real quick. The Cowboys, the Clapper and the Cowboys found a way to win another one. They tried, they tried to lose it at the end. Yeah, they
1: did. They sure tried to give it away, but how about them
2: Cowboys? But how about them? So now I, y'all y'all the, the listener can't see it, but uh, y'all can see it on the pod. The mustache has to stay at least another 7 days. Yep. This this ridiculous-looking stash. Now, I've got to find a way. So, after the Cowboys won, I thought I need to now since this this mustache is staying a little longer. I was like, I got to find a way to to style this bad boy. So, I threw on <laughs> old Tombstone and saw old Val Kilmer with Doc Holliday. Yeah. I saw what they were. By the way, oh, right. just one time, shout out to the guys on Tombstone. All those guys have some badass mustaches. I could only dream <laughs> of having one yeah. like Kurt Russell and yeah. Val Kilmer. And, and, yeah. And then, yeah. For sure. But to to the game, I wanted to ask you, Dad, uh what what stood out to you just your your overall like when when you turned the channel, went to bed, what did you think about the Cowboys game? About them winning?
1: Uh, they tried to give it away. Um I thought well, that there Cowboys. was typical Cowboys. Yes, typical Cowboys. Um trying to remember, I think there was some really poor clock management at the end. Again, typical Cowboys. Um, I saw
2: some poor clock management all throughout the wild card round. It was just baffling. Uh, the guys not knowing when to get out of bounds and timeouts when you shouldn't. It was. I think we need to dive a
1: little deeper in that, maybe, you know, on the next will. one. Um, what was it? I had something else on the game, but uh, I mean, hell, we won. I mean, I couldn't believe it. We, I really, I yeah. think it, here it was what it was Zeke, Zeke was the best player on the field. And I think Dak played serviceably, but I really thought Seattle would take Zeke away. And either they didn't or couldn't. And that was the difference. This is wild, and I
2: never thought this sentence would come out of my mouth. But Jason Garrett, as bad as he was, he out-coached Pete Carroll and Seahawks. They – they I think called he did it, With having Russell Wilson at quarterback, it looked like they made Russell Wilson play with handcuffs on or something. Cause they just wouldn't let him throw the ball. <laughs> it was I didn't understand yeah. it. I know runnings how they got there, but they had the best quarterback on the field. And it was odd. When they did throw it down the field, it looked really good. As a Cowboys <laughs> yeah. fan, I was, I was I was upset every time he dropped back. And every time they handed off against that really good that Dallas can say this: they do have a, a stout defense between Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith, and I know we've talked about this all throughout defense the year. Defense was
1: fantastic. The
2: defense is good. Ezekiel Elliott's good. Dak is good enough, I think. But I always, I'm always worried he's good he's a, one turnover away.
1: And then we had. Did and you then we had? Did you know? Did you know Dallas was the only home team to win wildcard? Well, and that, that's what
2: I wanted to bring up. A, the game that really shocked me the most, and I just wanted to briefly bring it up, was the that Texans Colts game. I do think the Colts were good, and uh, for any of the listeners, I, I bought them a while back, and that's probably the the, the 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 one successful thing I had, or at least the most successful thing I had <laughs> was the Colts picking them at one and five. But they, I, I thought they were that good, but man, the Texans looked like they were out coached, outclassed. They, they just looked like they weren't, they didn't belong. Yeah, I they were down twenty one nothing yeah. when you blinked your eye. Did y'all have any issue? Yeah. I was gonna ask you, Dad, because I know we were texting throughout the game. You so said you were watching, but did you have any issue? It was a twenty-one donut, and every time De- uh, Deshaun Watson would get a first down, he would signal first down. He would pull the Cam Newton thing, and I kind of thought I could see I could see pops on his Cam Newton stuff. You know, not not liking that too much.
1: Yeah. Well, I think yeah, <laughs> I think if he would have done it maybe once. But he did it multiple times while he every threw time down. he
2: got a first down. Yeah, every Tw- time twenty-one
1: to nothing. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, dude, put some points on the board first. I, yeah, it did. <laughs> it did stick out to me a yeah. little bit, and I like Deshaun Watson, and I don't mind somebody mm-hmm. saying first down. Damn it! But when you're behind twenty-one nothing, show me something more than just a first down. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I
2: hear you on that. I do think, boy, the Colts look like there's some. There's some uh, years to come for them with uh, luck looks like he's the guy that we remember before that children like fell apart. And then all of a sudden, like just a couple of years ago, we were talking about how that GM, like they they did a terrible job drafting and luck had no one around him. Now, all of a sudden, there's rookie all pros all over the field. Like it's just yep. that rebuild happened fast and it looks good now. Yeah. I man. do want to bring up to LJ uh, the 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 Chicago. You oh, already mentioned he's recording this from Chicago. <laughs> we just got done watching the old double doink special from Cody Parkey. <laughs> oh, uh, I I don't know what to what to think from Chicago. Oh. It's definitely a disappointing season, but I mean they did lose to the defending champs. What would you think, L?
0: Well, I mean, yeah, you put it in that context, it's a disappointing season. I think of what Chicago had last year, and so you got to kind of say it was a success. But yeah, this was very disappointing. I, I definitely has been, I've been saying for three, four weeks that I see them in the Super Bowl. And that's clearly false. Like just a monster. I've also been saying that the Eagles are not a good team that don't deserve to be in the playoffs. So I'm just as wrong as can be. Um, but I do want to say that do you remember, I think it was like DJ Steve Porter or something like that that made the, uh, Allen Iverson is, is like that, remixes yeah, and stuff. Yeah. I think that's his remakes. name. I'll have to look it up, but that yeah, is, yeah he made it, a couple of it. those. Um, so what I want is I want this man to come out of retirement and make a a remix of the Cody Parkey donks from this year, because (laughs) I think there's a song to be made. Those three that he had in that one game had such a clear sound. I loved it. So, (laughs) I mean,
2: I don't think anyone's as good as Cody Parkey at at kicking the ball and hitting the upright. Like he is good at it.
0: (laughs) Could you imagine how tight? Not, you
1: have it to, doesn't, like, help the the yeah, it doesn't help his job. it doesn't help his job whatsoever, but he is good what? at it. He just showed out today and hit two at one kick. I mean, he's just like, that's watch just this, hold my beer yeah, I watch think, this. You think I'm good at hitting the crossbar, watch this shit. <laughs> hold my beer is what he said.
2: Uh, it was it did seem like a disappointing year, but then there were some bright spots. I kind of thought. Mitchell Trubisky, he did the thing. I've kind of seen him all year, where there's times where he looks like a com- like he's a backup quarterback that for some reason is starting, and then every now and then he'll make beautiful throws while on the run, creating time. There's, I think there's some potential there. He's got a lot to work out, but hey, I just if, you, if every if you position you never know what you're getting from him.
1: If you would have told the Bears at the beginning of the season, you can go to the, a playoff game and come within two doinks of of, of winning <laughs> it uh, with, with with a first year head coach, right? A second year quarterback. Uh, didn't even now have Khalil Mack, that really, you know, We didn't know a lot
2: of those names on the defense before this year. I didn't really keep I think, any of
1: them. I think they would have said, where do we sign up? I think they yeah. should be oh, happy definitely. with this year. And so, I, do, well,
2: I think uh, – I don't know if you got to see – I know LJ's talked about it all year, but how important Eddie Jackson is to that team. And I don't – I know he yeah. dressed out, but he didn't play much because that ankle injury. Right. They had the backup right. playing. so And that's a huge part of that back end of the defense.
0: Yeah. Well, and and there's not a much better city – at saying, well, we'll get them next year because this is a city that survived the Cubs drought. So uh, <laughs> you'll, we'll see what happens. But I, there's a, they're really good at saying, well, we sucked, we didn't deserve it. But then also saying, but next year we're going to be the best team in the league. So uh, we'll see what happens. But I would say that this is a successful year, just a really rough ending. So
2: you know, and I will I, a little tease onto the next week. We talked when we talked to Cowboys, we kind of talked about Dak and how uh, he he does just enough, and, and we kind of poo pooed him a little bit. I have some interesting DAX stats to throw out to you guys next Dax time we Dax record. DAX stats. Yeah, I, I should find a drop for that. But there is yeah. some interesting stats that maybe he's a little like we underrate him a little bit, like Cowboys fans in general. But we'll, no, we'll get to that an next underrated week. Cowboys quarterback that Kevin wants to whine about. <laughs> oh, that real quick, but speaking of Cowboys quarterbacks, she just brought it up. Did y'all realize the conundrum it was hearing Tony Romo talk about how the veteran Joe Flacco should get in for the young quarterback who was struggling in that playoff game? It was it was wild. You could hear as Tony Romo was sitting there saying, calling for Joe Flacco. I could just see Dak and Romo when he's sitting there on the sideline. It was it was really interesting. interesting I didn't get to hear
1: the game, so that's that's <laughs> a cool note. Well, that 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 is one question I want to address maybe on our next podcast. But do you think Harbaugh uh, for not playing Joe caught any Flacco? God. <laughs> All right, off
0: football. Let's save it, <laughs>
2: boy, Dad. That was a uh, a real singer there.
0: <laughs> <laughs> he, so he, so
2: just for the listener at home, I don't think I don't know if you could tell, but. He, was, he thought he was going to save that for our later podcast later this week, but he just he couldn't <laughs> he open it He got all giddy. As soon as oh. someone said he just his ears perked up and he was all excited.
0: <laughs> well, he's red right now. He can't breathe. He's laughing so hard. <laughs> oh, Willie kept oh, Some Flacco. <laughs> Good Lord. Well, I apologize right. to the so- world for that one. <laughs> we got the
2: comedian Lippard here on the mic. Speaking of pros, I watched a game on Friday night. I watched a rerun of a game that was the 14th year anniversary of the 2006 Rose Bowl. I think 14. Oh yeah, be right. 13 or 14. My math is pretty bad, but 2006 Rose Bowl, and it was January 4th, and and uh, that was against Texas USC. I'm sure I don't need to say that to anyone. Probably most people listening to us already know that game. I wanted to bring it up to you guys one just because. Did you guys know that there were 50 different pro players on that on those rosters Whoa, combined? no. 50. Wow. And some of those wow. are going to be like backups that later became pros, but 50 players on that roster went on to play in the NFL. Wow. That just blew my mind. But what's more interesting is clearly the big names like the Liner, Bush, Vince Young guys, they're no longer playing, and they kind of didn't quite have the career we thought they would. But only five guys from that roster remain in the NFL today. And only two of them are starters. Do you think you guys can name the two starters?
1: No, no. Not one yes. Could you <laughs> right name right one now. of them. I mean, no. I don't, uh, so I don't. Uh. Uh-uh.
2: One of them it's is Ryan. One of them's Ryan Khalil, the center for the Panthers, who's been like a okay. Pro Bowl center yep. for many years. Yep. And the yeah. other is Brian Arakpo for the Titans.
0: Okay, he's uh, still he's okay.
2: Interestingly, the other three are not guys that you would know. they they're not starters. There's Frosty Rucker. From USC, he's played for the Raiders this year. He was kind of cut and bounced around. Then there was Colt McCoy for the Redskins, the backup quarterback for the Texans. Yeah, you got a game in Mark Sanchez for the Redskins, the backup quarterback <laughs> wow. of the of wow. the How about that? Wow, what a reunion! <laughs> Who would have thought the backup quarterbacks for that from that uh, game would be the the longer NFL players? <laughs>
1: yeah, I I'm do. do I. You think um, is do you think Arakpo is really making cupcakes with that other guy? LJ, it was either LJ
2: or dad. One I think it was dad. Dad questioned whether that was true or not. I, I think that's 100% a business. I think LJ looked it up.
1: Well, no, yeah. I am questioning it now for the first time, I think. Is I don't think I've asked that before. So you're I, well, wondering, somebody, you're wondering if somebody. they have a
0: business or you're wondering yeah, if they actually make the
1: cupcakes. Are They're they satirizing? Or is it just a satire or do they really have a cupcake business that they invest I in? Think or, they I, they think legitimately legitimately I think they legitimately I think LJ looked cupcakes. it up and saw like, yeah I'll and I think be, yeah. Michael, okay. I think
2: Michael Griffin was being 100% serious when he says, "Don't eat the profits" to Brian Rackpo because that's an <laughs> NFL linebacker
0: in <Yeah>. cupcakes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to, but about that game that was interesting to me. I think that was for me back in 20, 2006. I guess how old would I've been? 14, about 11 years old. I think something like that. I probably just turned 11. That was the first. Instant classic game. Like, first game I've watched, I was watching yeah. and thought, I think I'm watching the best game I've ever seen ever. Like, this yeah. is it. Yeah. And still to this day, it's probably uh, my – at least I would say the best college football game I've ever seen. Maybe up there with the Boise State, Oklahoma. There was a couple was, of yeah. Alabama championship games in there. But do y'all think uh, – LJ, do you remember, was that the first game you really remember being a classic? Or you, you've you watched more than I have. I mean, shoot, you watched I mean, Broncos win a Super Bowl.
0: Yeah, I was about to say that's the I, I really came into being a football fan the year that the Broncos won their first Super Bowl. So, um, you know, I remember that pretty well. Uh, but as far as college goes, I mean, that was Jesus. Like I I was just sitting there, I think. And and we've kind of talked about how faulty memory is. And we talked about uh, Malcolm Gladwell had this thing True. about, you know, asking people at 9-11 where they were and how it changes. But I distinctly remember being at huge Longhorn fans house, John Payne. We watched the game while we were doing, Shout I think, science to homework. Yep. And so me and Doc Payne and a couple other people were watching that game. And by the end, me and him were just watching the game. We did not care about the science homework anymore. It was <laughs> mind-blowing that yeah. one. So it was a good time. Um. I, but I put it up there with the Boise State was going to be my thought. I think once Boise yeah. State happened at that time, I think that was my favorite game to have ever been played because it was just – so off the wall, so much fun, so tricky. Like and it, Vin was, it was plays him, like you've like, never
2: seen before. Like, yeah, Vince Young yeah. just put the team on his back, but that Boise was like yeah. the hook and ladder and, yeah. and the Statue of Liberty yep. was stuff, at least I know for me and LJ, had probably never seen a play like that in yeah. their life. Like, what is
0: this? This is awesome. Statue of Liberty was something I'd heard about. They mentioned it in Little Giants, I think, and that's my only experience <laughs> yeah. with that concept right. of a play. So it was mind-blowing to see in a in a high level.
1: You know, honestly, that was the first time I ever saw live a Statue of Liberty play. I mean, I'd seen some film and I knew yeah. what it was, but I'd never seen it live in a real game until that game. Wow. That I guess we saw it perhaps together. I don't remember where we all I were. I think I
0: watched it in your living room. Yeah, I'm, I'm think
1: pretty maybe. sure. Well, I was yeah. going to ask you, and
2: it's interesting that LJ brought it up because I was going to mention the, the Malcolm Gladwell thing about w- remembering where you were and how it changes and stuff. Do you remember where we were during the 06 Rose Bowl, Dad? I, I know LJ remembered he was watching it with John Payne, but do you remember where you were?
1: I mean, I think I was at my living room over on Monroe Street is where I would guess. That's, that's,
2: I'm pretty sure that's where – because I remember that game being the first time where you allowed me to – like, because I was pretty young still at the time, and every now and then I could maybe stay up for a late game, but I'd have to really yeah. like annoy the <laughs> shit out of Dad to, to get it <laughs> or just break the rules and watch it in my room. But that game, I was like, like, I don't remember what time it was, 9 o'clock, whatever time bedtime was at the time, like rolled around. And dad had mentioned bed and I kind of looked up and I was like, can I stay up for the game? And he's like, yeah,
1: definitely. (laughs) Like It wasn't even a question. And I was laying on the floor watching that game. It was a great game, and I think I think you more than you were kind of into Vince Young. You you liked yeah. Vince he Young. You made me I, I, at like the time.
2: My, my heart wanted to hate Texas, but I loved watching Vince you Young. Loved I watching so Vince young.
1: young. So yeah, yeah. I think we watched in Monroe. Over, I remember Monroe. laying
2: on the floor in Monroe watching that game. It was I, to this day. It's it's probably most enjoyable until I see the Cowboys win a Super Bowl, which probably won't happen in my lifetime. But uh, that was that was as an enjoyable a game as I've I've gotten to see. It was fun. We mentioned Vince Young speaking of quarterbacks. There was an interesting, and we had, we'd had kind of text around a little bit about it, but uh interesting tidbit came out about Aaron Rodgers over the week, over the past week, where Mercedes Lewis, a tight end who had played for – it seems like a ton of tight ends have played for Aaron Rodgers and the Packers. They just come in and out of there and no, don't really last. But Mercedes yeah. Lewis was asked about uh, Rodgers and McCarthy in that relationship, and he told a story I'll put – we'll post the, the tweet to our uh, – show notes if anyone wants to watch the full thing. But basically, he he remembered a play where McCarthy, someone told Rodgers what the play was in his ear, and Rodgers kind of heard it and basically just said, nope, and just told everyone their route. Like, you run this, you run this, you run this, and they broke. Yeah. And it kind of goes to yeah. what we talked about, that maybe Aaron Rodgers is – like, I don't know how great of a coach McCarthy is, but Aaron Rodgers might be a pain in the ass to coach if he's just not listening to you. Be. He might that- be. I would well, be annoyed.
1: I will tell you this. If the head coach and the quarterback are on different pages like that, you're in trouble. That, one That's for them's whatever go. reason. One of them's gotta go. One of them's gotta it's, go. It's and like we talked you know, about it's not gonna be Aaron. It's not, Rogers, not gonna be the so. most talented I mean,
2: quarterback maybe in the NFL. Maybe
0: yeah, yeah. It won't be him. Well, yeah, for sure. It's like we talked about when we talked about Hugh Jackson and who's the GM there in Cleveland. Not agreeing. When you've got right. a situation John where Dorsey. When John yeah. Dorsey, when you got a situation where the two shot callers can't see eye to eye, you got to change. You just have to have That's to move right. on. So,
2: well, especially with the play caller and a coach like that. I mean, as a or a play caller and the quarterback, because like, what you do when you're calling plays, not only do you want to call the the best play for each spot, but sometimes you're calling plays to open up something later. And so, if yeah. you're putting a play into your quarterback and he's literally just going nah and run it and drawing his own routes up. That's tough, but then I thought later. You remember the play? I know Dad's going to remember it. the play a couple of years ago. Last time the Cowboys were in the playoffs, where Rogers beat uh, the Cowboys in the division round in Jerry World, where that last play where he scrambles to his left and hits Jared Cook on the sideline. Well, later <laughs> yeah, they could
1: see it plain as day. Yes,
2: <laughs> they asked about that play later, and the guy, like Rogers, said it, and even the other guys in the, in the huddle said that. Yeah, we just kind of uh, Rogers basically just said, Here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna say hut and roll out and I need y'all to all go deep. But then like he kind of did the same thing. He kinda just drew a little ad lib play instead of getting a designed, you know, Hail Mary. He just designed it right there on the fly. One, Aaron Rodgers is freaking amazing because he did that and beat the Cowboys on it, but if you're doing that all the damn time, like y'all said, someone's got to go, and and ain't going to be Aaron Rodgers. If you're picking sides, there's not many coaches yep. you take over him.
0: Well, and I think that's an interesting question too, of like who has the best perspective to call these things too. Like Peyton Manning did all of his work that way. Like you, you weren't you weren't play calling for Peyton Manning. He he's going to make the call every single play because he can see things that a coach can't see from the sideline. So I, I think there is something interesting too. That gave them the opportunity to beat the Cowboys in that game. And he, he wins them games because of his ability to do that. But I would well, not want to be that coach. It's and interesting. Like you said, you brought- I was just going to say, like you said, uh, the coach sometimes calls things to set up things for later. I mean, Kyle Shanahan famously calls place to set up things three weeks from now. So like, you know, you have somebody not listening to you at all. How's that ever going to work? So. Yeah.
2: Well, and it's interesting you brought up Peyton because Peyton really talks about, I think, his one of his favorite offensive coordinators is Adam Gase, who was there back in the Denver days when Peyton was lighting it mm-hmm. up. Yep. What did you say last week, 55 touchdowns or whatever 55.
0: it was? Yeah.
2: He talks about how Gase was so great because, like you said, Peyton would say, I see stuff on the field, and then I can go back and Gase, like they they have a conversation about it, not just here's what's happening and listen to me. Yeah. They actually have an open conversation because you do see different things. And yeah. that's who Peyton wants to go coach in Green Bay. Who they have interviewed, Adam Gase. It, I don't know how well Gase has done at Miami. It seems like they're always nine and seven or seven and nine. But that you need someone who can coexist with Aaron Rodgers because Aaron Rodgers is going to be Aaron Rodgers. That's
1: nothing's changing. So, yet. are you saying Rodgers has gone on record he wants Gase? Is Peyton that Manning, Manning that says that Gase
2: would be a good fit there because Gase is really oh, good. Okay, okay. okay. A very okay. intellectual to, I would bet Peyton Manning's a tough guy to coach too, because he's so intellectual. Sometimes he's just smarter than you, and as a coach, yeah. that's probably frustrating.
0: But it's a game of trust. At that point, you know, you're—I yeah. mean, they need to do some mm-hmm. trust falls. I think maybe in Green Bay, and yeah,
2: that's <laughs> yeah, what they need to do. They so. need to not, there doesn't need to be any kind of interview. Let's just do a trust fall <laughs> and, and see how it goes. <laughs> and so that means Josh McDaniels definitely won't get the job because no one can trust that man as far as they can throw him. Because he'll back out—he'll back out of the job after already accepting it. So.
1: Yeah, well, thank God for the Colts, right? The Colts got to be happy as hell about that. Yeah, I did.
0: Thank you for putting that dot together in my head. Wow. That's a huge deal.
1: Man, I mean. Did you
2: hear the the reason Frank Wright got that job? So I was was reading something uh, earlier this week that out of all the people they interviewed, they wanted to give it to McDaniels just because they liked McDaniels. But then after he backed out, they interviewed a few more people, and Reich was the only one that came in, and he didn't ask about Andrew Luck at all. He didn't ask about his arm, how he's doing, when he'll be healthy. He just wanted to come in and get a job. And if Luck's there, great. If he's not, we'll figure it out. And it's worked out pretty well for him because Luck looks like MVP Andrew Luck now. Yeah. But it's just interesting to me. Talk about trust fall. He would just trust the GM instead of saying, (laughs) I'm only taking this job if – if Andrew Luck's healthy, he just took the job with the GM. He just liked the the spot he was in, and it's working. It kind
0: of sounds like well he just
1: it. needed to pay rent this month. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: I've, I've taken, taken jobs, jobs like, like that before.
1: Well. <laughs> uh, I, I would just uh, Rack, What? So you know, Rook. You know, of course, Reich was the OC for the championship uh, Philadelphia Eagles last year. So right. I mean,
2: I think Peterson calls plays. I think Peterson just calls uh, okay. plays, and Reich's the quarterback coach. But quarterbacks have long, like even even uh, Winston. Uh, Foles both talk about how Reich's such a great quarterback coach, and they loved him, and he was so easy and to talk to, and understood players, and whatever. I mean, I don't think Luck needed a ton of coaching to be good at quarterbacking, but whatever he's doing is working down there right now.
1: Wasn't uh, wasn't Reich the backup to Jim Kelly all those years? Um,
2: I think they were talking no, about he about won history. a playoff game in Buffalo or something. Oh, I think he point, did. So. When
1: I, you're getting a little above my, you're
2: getting above hey. my uh, or before hey. my time. I'll look up some Frank Reich stuff. I'll have it for you. So. You you guys know I love a good conspiracy theory and one got yes, brought I to do. my attention and it, and it's by good old Chris Johnson. If you remember that's CJ 2K, the dude Mr. Little, Mr. 2000. Titan. Yeah, Mr. Yeah. 2000 for the Titans back in the day. He uh came on a show and recently said that he doesn't believe. Do you remember John Ross was the guy 2 years ago for the he's for the Bengals now, but he he broke the record yeah. for 40 time and actually got a new island from Adidas or whatever that whole promo yeah. promotion was. Yeah. But he yeah. broke the record with I think a, a 4 2 1 or something. And Chris Johnson came on out or came out publicly and said that he doesn't believe John Ross John Ross actually broke it. And the guys doing the show kind of laughed about it and they were like, Well, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you think you're faster. he goes, No, like for real, if you put the video side by side, you can see I pull off on him at the end. And and then he went further to explain his theory because they were like, well, the official time came out. And he goes, but if you look, that official time took forever to come out. And Chris Johnson's theory is that the NFL was just trying to drum up some hype for the combine because it hasn't had much hype in a while. And what what better way to bring it is than some guy running the 40 time faster than we've ever seen it. It's just interesting. He thinks the NFL just faked that time. Like He probably ran a four or something, but they bumped it to a four one or whatever it was. To give him the record.
1: Try to drum so, up some, I, some views. I'll tell clicks. you what, if your 40 times starts with 4-2, I don't give a damn. You're fast. you yeah, <laughs> really true. fast. Oh,
0: you're right. <laughs> Nobody should take anything away from either of these gentlemen for being able to run faster than I can even blink. But, but uh, if you are is, labeled,
2: as Chris Johnson was, if you're labeled the fastest guy yeah, to ever yeah, run the 40, number it. one's I, a big idea. Number
0: two is, if you're not first, right, what are you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: you're first to come in last. so. <laughs> So, so I I, don't I know. just thought and,
2: and especially me being the conspiracy the conspiracy theory guy I was ready to jump all aboard. and now today I actually got introduced to a new theory LJ can you uh, before the the Bronx, the Bears <laughs> game they showed uh, I forget who, who was the was it not who was the guy that came out with Brian Urlacher there was two Bears legends that came out before the game uh, for real I I, can, I just Butkus? can't remember I just okay I couldn't Dick remember who Butkus. it was because my, <laughs> my TV oh, was Buttis my TV was but forgettable name. So <laughs> my TV was muted and I just saw two guys walk out. It was Brian Erlacher and someone else. And I was like, that must be a bear legend. I don't know who it was.
1: Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Your grandfather would be turning over in his grave right now. <laughs> Brian Erlacher and some guy. <laughs> I just saw
2: an old white guy walking around with Brian Erlacher. And the only reason <laughs> the only reason it really caught my eye is because Brian Erlacher has a lot of hair atop his head, and if I remember right, that man was bald as it gets. That hair, that head was slippery back in the day. Shiny, it was shiny. <laughs> he had a shiny head. So I put a tweet out to our little group message. It was just like, man, that's odd seeing Brian Erlacher with with a lot of, with the full head of hair. And one, the, the the older gentleman had to had a decision on whether that was a full head of hair or not. <laughs> but LJ. You don't think, well, let me, let me just hear your little theory. Cause you live in Chicago up there, <laughs>
0: you know? Okay. So I'm going to preface this with, I thought I was too late on this. I was going to bring this up on the podcast when we first started it, but like these ads have been out for, you know, maybe two years. So I thought maybe. Oh, I was the Brian Erlacher like with hair jokes
2: this. are very old, but I'd never heard this theory until you brought it up.
0: So in Chicago, there are tons of billboards. He, he works, he does uh, sponsorships for, I think it's the hair restoration clinic or somebody. And so as soon as I saw that, I was like, oh, that's weird seeing Brian Urlacher with hair. But also <laughs> I never thought he was balding. I wit like I've just he's always shaved his head completely. It's not like he he like regrew the the hair on the back of his head because that wasn't growing or something like.
2: Yeah, it wasn't like there was like a think- little bit of hair here. It was bald in the center. He was just bald as he gets. like He looked <laughs> like he shaved every morning.
0: He had so a and, bald and so head. I looked, up, I looked up old pictures and he was tight, tight, tight buzz cut or bald for like basically his entire life as far as I could tell. And. Uh, So I think he just decided to let his hair grow one day and then got a million dollars sponsorship. So I think that's one of the most brilliant moves in maybe uh, business history or something. So just let your hair grow.
2: Do we think do we think that somewhere along like maybe Brian or Lacker just liked being bald, but somewhere like his agent was like, hey, you should stay bald until you retire. Then as soon as you take that helmet (laughs) off, all of a sudden you're growing that you're growing that thing back on top.
0: Yeah, if we're gonna because I mean he was money. famously bald. I just don't think he was famously balding. So well, and I
2: did think as soon as I saw it, as soon as I like the first time I remember a couple, of, I don't know if his months or however long ago I first saw him with hair on his head, I thought, man, he should definitely be like the poster child for some kind of rogue games <laughs> or, or just for men commercials something. Because I well, just thought so, all I've ever pictured, a, a, a Brian Erlacher was with a shiny bald head, and so now it looks funny with head. him with
1: hair. So when did you think that Kevin? When did you think that?
2: That he should be the the poster uh, the, boy the
1: Rogaine spokesman, yeah. Who when did you start thinking that?
2: Ah, uh, the first time I saw him with hair, I don't know. It was a couple months well, ago. I'm just
1: saying you're probably 3 years behind his agent, I guess. So you <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. Well, no,
2: no his agent closer. his agent saw ahead of the game. His agent why he was bald was like, "Hey, can could right. you throw hey. out here
0: if you wanted to? He's like, yeah, I could. I just don't yeah, like to. Do it runs <laughs> on my helmet the wrong way. He's like, don't. Don't do it. <laughs> don't do it. See, here's what I'm thinking, Kevin, is you keep just the stash for as long as you can, and then we'll make you the poster boy for beard re- uh, restoration in about yeah, 15 years. Like- <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. The stash is kind of a goofy look. I don't know if I could go the nope. stash till <laughs> You're I'm You're keeping like it now. There's
0: money in it. There's money in this. We'll just say in 15 years that you could only grow a patchy beard and it was sad and depressing. <laughs> and then you're just going to show up with a full beard.
1: And, and, everybody's and it'll, think be our, that, it'll be
2: our it'll be our read before every single podcast. Yeah.
1: Well, and it'll, <laughs> it'll be so true, because why else would he look like that for 15 more years? Right?
2: <laughs> <laughs> y'all just wait.
1: When I when I get the stash that
2: uh, Wyatt Earp had on Tombstone, you're going to
1: be thinking, man, that thing looks
2: good. I'm working on it. <laughs> You can just call me wait. Wyatt next time I get on the uh, podcast. I can't wait.
0: <laughs> keep, keep working, Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot wait.
2: I wanted to get to a, a little story that, uh, that's that been going around. Jay Billis brought it to my attention earlier this week. And I tweeted, or I texted it out to you guys. But the high school player in Alabama that is, got completely screwed out of her senior season and I'll just lay the story out for anyone who doesn't know about it yet. It's this uh, j- senior in Alabama, Ma- Maori Davenport. She led the U- team USA in rebounding and blocks and route to a gold medal at the FIBA Under 18 Championship and earlier in August, earlier in 2018. And a lot of times, the way the USA basketball works is they'll give players a stipend or a check for the cost of travel and the loss of employment that they weren't able to get over the summer because, like, as a high school kid. Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of times you work over the summer. Yeah. Usually their, their, their guideline is to confer with the high school federation if it's a player that's not going. Because the NCAA will usually allow this. They'll allow those players that play for our country to get a stipend, even though they are pretty tough on stuff. But if the player has eligibility in high school still, they'll check in with whatever state federation that is to ensure that the player is allowed to accept the payment and keep eligibility.
0: USA well, basketball someone, does this or the player does this? The USA the basketball. USA Before basketball. they send okay. the
2: check. Because the player gets in trouble just for receiving a check. So they're supposed yeah. to confer before they ever send a check. And someone mistakenly forgot to call the Alabama High School Athletic Association because they didn't realize that uh, Davenport still had her senior season to play. So they just for, just forgot and didn't call. So they Thought sent her. A eligibility check for, were up, so. They sent her for eight hundred and fifty seven dollars and twenty cents for, for the cost of playing. Well, the AHSAA only allows a player to accept a payment of $250 or less. Anything over that and it ruins your eligibility. So that screws Davenport. Well, the USA Basketball realized they made the mistake and they notified all parties. And then Davenport sent the check and the money all back and gave it all back to him. But the state of Alabama, their, their rules committee ruled that she had to sit out one year, which
1: is her it's last year, year. So she's, so she's not able year. to play.
2: Wow. That is some baby back bull crap. That is just terrible.
1: <laughs> I yeah. agree, Kevin. And I and I saw, too, that it has been turned uh, uh, upheld twice on appeal. I They've didn't see that. I didn't see that. Because I was thinking my first thought the was
2: they can maybe fix themselves. If this were to uh, surely if you brought this someone's attention, maybe this just someone said, oh, she's lost her eligibility because she was able to blah, blah, blah. But then when you bring it up like, oh. They screwed up. She didn't even. No one knew, and she sent the money back. She sent the freaking money back. You would think they would go. That okay. not
1: being paid. I think, right? Like you, you would think. I read something where what the what the Alabama High School Athletic Severus Association is, is, is the hanging pre- the president. They're hanging their hat on the fact they say because the check was cashed, because the check was cashed, they Damn. are she, she's ineligible. She gave all the money back. And from what I got out of it, they thought it was legit because this is, oh, it's USA she basketball. She was playing for a country. Playing for your country with the governing body me. of men's and women's basketball in the United States. So why wouldn't you think it's okay? Poor girl. I feel horrible for her. Well, and my first thought was I
2: was mad at the USA Basketball Association because, the, and they, they admitted to making a mistake and not calling the Federation because they thought she was a senior. They just, whoever Whoever's job that was just dropped the ball, and they admitted to it. And so, one, it's like, well, damn it, you you screwed her over, but at least you're standing <laughs> up and saying, I screwed up and I'm sorry. The the state of Alabama could go, oh, okay, she sent her check back. It was a mistake on someone else's. A Professionals made the mistake for our, that works for our country, made the mistake. Let's let Davenport play. But they're like, no, like, like Dad said, they're hanging their hat on. Nope, this is the rule. She cashed a check. And it is just – it is. It's. It's really at some point. It's. It's disgusting. I think to, to this girl's senior too. season. Yeah. I mean, it just is. And obviously, she's a really good basketball player. Probably going to hurt her teams senior. I so. will say
1: mean, this, Kevin. Unless there's something we don't know. Remember, there was one time we could. Maybe there's something we are not aware. Ho- of. Hopefully,
2: point, there's something we don't know.
1: Hopefully, yeah. this is that that dad with the baseball all over again. Or? Right. Yeah. Yeah. That that that's guy. Right. Um,
0: yeah. This just highlights to me how dumb it is that. Athletes can't get paid for their work. I mean, if if she were a child actor, it'd be no big deal. She'd be able to still act in her school play and shit like that. I mean, I don't understand why if you're good at something, you can't get paid for it. It just it drives me up the wall that, you know, these people are especially putting their bodies on the line. Like she could ruin her entire career by playing for USA basketball, by playing her senior year of. Yeah, uh, she could uh, do like Paul George did and hurt her leg. Yeah, she could miss out on maybe millions of dollars playing for the WNBA someday. And, uh-huh. you know, but, you know, you you can't an athlete can't play for free or for money. So it just it frustrates me to no end that one that that's happening and then two that it's happening on such a petty level that she got five hundred dollars or six hundred dollars more than she was supposed to and then gave it back and still can't play like that's just disheartening to me.
2: It, it reminds me a little bit of, I, th- I forget who, it, I think, was it Katie Ledecky who was dominant in the Olympics, uh, the, went back in the last Olympics, and then the swimmer? she couldn't accept any, she yeah, she couldn't accept anything because she still had a year to go at Stanford, and so she couldn't like it accept all the crazy like endorsements yeah. and all the, because everybody, she was like the poster, yeah, she's the poster child of, like, the whole country rallied behind her and was watching her every night, like on program TV, like I was setting my alarm to watch Katie Ledecky, and she can't accept a thing from it because the NCAA is so ridiculous. And this isn't even the NCAA. This is the state of Alabama. And DeMarcus Cousins, who a lot of people wouldn't boogie Cousins if you're an NBA fan, he's from Alabama, and he said that that same association was really tough on him, and he almost missed his junior year because of them. Now – we don't know, maybe Boogie Cousins try like actually got paid by an agent or who knows. He, was, he went to Kentucky, so he probably didn't get paid something. <laughs> but <laughs>
1: yeah, he got paid one way or another.
2: <laughs> but it's just it's just ridiculous. If it's, if this has gone to appeals twice and poor poor girl, I mean, just and not even just her, like her senior teammates. Like they might have a chance to go win an Alabama state championship. This is something you'll remember forever. If her basketball career flames out, she'll remember this. And now yeah. she'll remember that she had to sit in the stands and watch. She could play out. Hopefully, something else changes from it. But
1: yeah, Kevin, that would go back to the old worst of the week. I think that would probably be. That would definitely land on the
2: worst of the week candidates. Another thing that could land on my worst of the weeks, and this has been recently, have y'all gotten an uptick in all the robocalls recently?
1: Oh, my God. Yes. Is it the new
2: year? What is going on? My phone was blowing up, and it's always like, healthcare or or how's your back or, or something stupid it's like don't hang up
0: yeah uh it pisses me off yeah hannah gets a phone call like maybe three times a day from insurance agents we're insured we don't need insurance agents to call us but she still gets three calls a day from people trying to sell her insurance it's absurd it's stupid I just can't stand it.
1: I mean, I'm telling you, I don't answer the phone if it's not a number I know. I'm just almost. Well, and not now they've gotten so
2: dang good at it, they can do the little like uh,
0: number
1: spoofing. I forget there's
2: like an actual term for it, like neighborhood or something, where they can see number spoofing or something, where they can look and see like what numbers you have in your contacts. And so I have a lot right. of nine hundred three numbers, and so they can they can make the number show up as a nine hundred three number. And it, Damn. I don't. My, but here's my question. Are some people falling for this? Someone's got to be falling yeah, for this if absolutely. they're doing this this much.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's happening. Somebody must. Well, be, and it makes know. sense, too. I mean, you know, especially when you think about people that aren't even used to having caller ID, you know, they got excited to see a, a number on the phone. Um, and then now you see numbers that are local to you. That's probably somebody, you know, right? You live in rural Kentucky, and if they've got a, the same area code as you, they're not from you know, Lexington. So it's not the big city calling you. Um, But it does. It definitely like because I've noticed that it like is the opposite of effective for for me. I'm more like likely at this point to answer an 800 number than I am a 903 number. I don't know because I don't have anybody in 903 that I don't have their number saved that I think is ever going (laughs) to call me. So,
2: well, and the more frustrating and I'm kind of like I've become like you and dad, where if I don't have the number saved, a lot of times I'll just won't answer it. And maybe they'll leave a voicemail or text me and tell me who it is. Yeah. But with I have a stupid sleeping schedule because I work at night, so I'm asleep. Yeah. And these numbers call during the day. So they're waking me up Uh. to a dang machine. So I can put my phone on do not disturb, but I don't like doing that because if like if someone is something important is happening, like from either work or or with y'all, I wanna be I wanna wake up to answer it because a lot of things happen during the day. Yeah. not, not when I'm awake. So it's just
1: Yeah. Robocalls just frustrate the
2: shit out of me. And all it is at the end of the day, it's someone trying to scam someone out of money, which is even more frustrating. Go make a living for yourself. Quit trying to scam people. Yeah. Ah, it's frustrating. That reminds me. So it it wasn't
0: a scam, but uh, my senior year of high school and my first year of college, uh, I used to get phone calls from Landstar Trucking and I would get about four or five phone calls a day, if not more telling me where loads can be picked up and where they're going. So I could just go pick up that load and take it. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't even drive in my senior year of high school. So there's no way I could have done it. I kept calling them and saying, take me off of this damn list. And they said, oh, we'll take care of it. And they disappear for two days. And then I'd be back to 15. My voicemail would be full. This is maybe why I hate voicemail. This maybe is the catalyst. because my, figured voicemail it out. Would, my voicemail would be full in three days, minimum. So we've actually figured out the stem
2: of LJ's hatred. For her voicemails. That's, yeah, it
0: makes some sense now. It, okay. I mean, highways drive me crazy, and that's just because I see Landstar trucks and I have flashbacks. So, you're probably, that's probably exactly <laughs> it. Poor driver for a Landstar truck.
2: He's just there, and just like flipping him off as he drives by.
0: <laughs> well, and I can't help but think that, I mean, maybe somebody was like pranking me with the weirdest prank that I could possibly imagine. But what's most likely is somebody who's missing out one. on tons of income. Like just every opportunity to get paid, they're like they just never call me. I just can't get paid.
2: <laughs>
0: so we talked a
2: little bit uh, earlier about some. It, this isn't really a a, uh, a playoff tidbit, like uh, from from the NFL playoffs. It's more just I went Saturday and I was watching some of the games with some. I, I just kind of ran with some random guys at the bar, and and they were throwing out some some and us, and I kind of thought. When do, y- do y'all, are y'all fine with saying we for a sports team or is there a rule? What what do you think? Great LJ? question.
0: Uh, I am fine with other people doing it, but I try not to. I, I know I do it sometimes, but I also like, I, I don't love it because I feel like it for one, it's not we, I mean, it's them, right? They're the ones actually doing the thing. I'm not doing yeah, like, like, I'm thing. not the one that
2: might tear my right. ACL or like Alan Hearns and like screw my ankle up. Like if I'm you said something like with my feet up.
0: If you said something like a couple years ago, I could have said we won the Super Bowl and drank a beer. I mean, me and the Broncos uh, did those things. (laughs) Not all of us did all of those things, but we did that. Then that may be (laughs) fair. But yeah, no, I didn't win a Super Bowl. I just watched a team that I like do it. So I'm not a big fan of the Wii, but I totally, I we
1: all do it. I think so. Like I'm not like. But you do at times.
2: Well, let let me ask let me ask Dad's thought. What do you think, Dad?
1: I I really see where LJ is coming from, but I think probably the beauty with sports and teams is that you associate with it. You uh, uh, relate to it so well. The Cowboys – the Razorbacks, the Razorbacks are freaking wee, man. I don't care. I well, mean, so that's it, what I kind of thought. Do college uh, teams count as wee Because Dad
2: went to school there. He technically yeah. is a Razorback. You, so, so you probably invested yeah, it's team. more
1: appropriate. You were an it's investor. It's more appropriate, <laughs> yes, because I have invested in, and continue to invest to some level in, in the Arkansas <laughs> oh, Razorbacks. Boy, you might want to relook at your portfolio. <laughs> um, I, yeah, I might want to change where. Maybe go to Al- send some money to Alabama. But hey, uh, they're, they're paying their players. I think right, they have some maybe. maybe. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, I mean, I get it. I think that's kind of the beauty of sports is how you are so related to it, but yeah. I, I feel you, but I'm going to probably say we for the Cowboys and we for the, you know, but now if it's, and I really like the golden state warriors, but it, that's them. I mean, I haven't been, I haven't been a fan of them since I could see, I've been a fan of the Cowboys and the Razorbacks as long as I can remember. So, well, so here, here's kind
2: of my thought on it. And I, I for one, I'm kind of I'm kind of with both of you guys. I think I'm more with dad, where I think that's part of the 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 thing about sports is like I've been through so many highs and lows with the Cowboys that when we are winning, damn it, we're winning. Like we're <laughs> like I'm gonna be happy because I went through all these damn losses and we I've let the Cowboys ruin a good Monday or Tuesday, Wednesday for me. <laughs> so when they win, I am like, yes, we won, like stuff like that every now and then. And so I totally get that aspect. But what, I, what bothers me is when they're like the, the fair weather fans that they're one year there, we we won as yeah. in the Cavaliers and LeBron, and the next year it's we won the Warriors. We, we, we three feet. It's like yeah. if you've gone through the highs and lows, I'm with you. You know, throw the we's out there. Let's get passionate about it. But I hate when it's just we for every team that you just happen to be rooting for this year.
0: yeah I think it also – one other place I feel like you can apply it is if you live in the city – I definitely threw out the, we won the world series a couple of years ago. Um, and I've, n- I've been a Cubs fan for about three years. So it's not like, you know, I, there really are. I'm not a, we with them, but it is my city. So I did feel a little like me on the map in a, in a way. So,
2: well, and that's what I wondered. I also, another thought, like kind of like college, like I totally get dad saying, I can say we for the Razorbacks. Cause he, mm-hmm. he is a Razorback. He he graduated from there, but when i almost think when you live there like as chicago like we you are a chicagoan now as long as yeah. like you're gonna wake yeah. up tomorrow in chicago so you lost with the bears last well yeah i mean that's tonight. what i
0: i well and that's the thing is i think if you're gonna we you have to we the loss too um and i did yeah, walk yeah. in oh yeah i walked into the kitchen <laughs> and said well we missed the field goal so like you know yeah, yeah it, it is something i definitely do and it's you know it's gonna be hard not to but i I also definitely feel like I didn't I didn't miss that field goal. I didn't have a chance. I wouldn't have made it, so I'm glad that I didn't kick it. But um, I I definitely said we a lot more when I used to think that if I sat on the couch with my feet up and a warm drink in my hand and my Broncos jersey on, they had a better chance of winning. Then it was all about the we. Well, but well whoa, whoa. Left- you're
2: making it sound like my mustache isn't the reason the Cowboys won.
0: <laughs> I'm not Saturday saying it's night. not. I'm saying it didn't work for me. That's all I'm saying. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I do. Um I, sometimes I kind of I'm not I'm definitely not the we police. I'm not going to police you for saying it, but <laughs> I, the we <weep, laughs> at, at times I kind of I kind of <laughs> go like throw it out. Oh. That's an episode it title just, right there. <laughs> it just is know. interesting to me, like like as LJ mentioned, like I'm sitting on the I was literally watching the Cowboys game with my feet up with the beard in my hand. And they're out there like the actual Cowboys were out there risking, like, like Alan Hearns got hurt and well, hopefully, he comes back. And that was a gruesome injury. Yeah, he's risking himself. I'm yeah. sitting here. I guess I could roll an ankle on my way. Yeah, to the fridge I guess let's, the not, beer, but <laughs> let's, let's not
0: uh, belittle your risks, also. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, maybe the 10th beer, you'd probably be more likely on the 10th. Yeah, beer. Well, I will say, happen. that's well, the thing. You never you never know. Yeah. Well, and I
2: did battle through at one point, like it was like right before half, and I wanted to make sure I stay before the second half or before the half ended, and I really had to pee, but I held it until halftime. So <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: I mean wow. we, we all, we're all working yeah. here. We're yeah. all working. We're all here. In it. Row the boat, baby. We row it together. <laughs> <laughs> The last thing I wanted to bring up to you guys, and it actually got brought to my attention by uh, one of my favorite follows on Twitter. And if you don't follow him, go go give him one uh, good old Shea Serrano uh, who writes for the ringer. Yeah. He wrote out, so he's married, he's a Mexican guy and he's married to a black woman and he talks about it a lot. And he was like, the one <laughs> thing he his, his tweet was the one thing that I can tell. There's a lot of different things where her family clearly does stuff different than my family being from two different ethnic, ethnicities. Yeah. But He said, the one thing that doesn't change is we both throw the same shit in the junk drawer. So that had me thinking about what we throw in the junk drawer. And I kind of thought we might all be similar since we all were, we all lived under the same roof for a lot of time. So I ask you guys to tell me what what's in your junk drawer. So LJ, I will throw it to you first. What, no, I want to start with the H. I want to start with the one who probably taught us the the what junk to put in there. Dad, what's in your junk drawer?
1: Well, I, you know what's funny is the most prominent thing in my junk drawer at this point in time is silica gel packets. <laughs> <I> mean, <Yes. laughs> my man. <laughs> I mean, I, uh, you know, they, they absorb moisture out of there. They're just handy. so That's not a junk drawer anymore. That's a jail. treasure
0: drawer. <laughs> it's a treasure chest. <laughs> That's a utility drawer. All
1: right. A couple of other things I have. I have a tape. I have a tape measure. Uh, I have some old air fresheners, but not anymore. <laughs> They're in the trash now that i look looked through. Um, I have an old staple puller that I've been looking for. I have a... L- I have a lot of lighters like, uh, you know, cigarettes, like lighters and candle lighters, thumbtacks. And I wrote down this. This is kind of interesting, but I have Mark's a lot. Do y'all even know what a Mark's a lot is? Yeah, it's like a a Sharpie, right? It's like a Sharpie. Yeah, but I said Mark's a lot and I actually looked at them and they're Sharpies. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I would definitely see. I'm the exact opposite. No matter what
0: brand
2: it is, to me, it's a Sharpie. It's always a Sharpie. a couple more things.
1: One thing y'all probably don't have, I have extra readers. I have some extra readers in my junk drawer. <laughs> not oh, yet, yeah, not
0: they're not there
2: yet.
1: <laughs> I keep
0: six pairs just in case for guests, you know. Um, <laughs> just, just in case Dad comes right. over to play
2: spades, we have some in the drawer.
1: There's <laughs> some things I think y'all have. Rubber bands, just a few assorted rubber bands like from mm. newspapers. Sure. Twisties. I have some twisties for trash bags. I have some timers for my lights. Twisties is in like twisties that go on the end of like a loaf of bread. Like bread bread ties. Uh, Yeah. Bread ties. Yeah. But you have
2: them for your trash bag.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Because I've got a new trash can. I have big trash bags. They're not the cinch sacks. I have to actually pull it out and twist it. I forget. I I forget. I I forget with dad.
2: There's always a method to his madness. There's always (laughs) a reason for it.
1: (laughs) So okay, so I had like I said some timers, like lamp timers, of course. I had a couple of those. Of course, I'm kind of into that, <laughs> and then just notepads, and I had several pocket knives. But now these pocket knives were kind of the freebies you get here and there. weren't They weren't good ones, but yeah, that's that's question, Dad. your
2: well? No, I'll come drawer. back to this. I'll come back to this question later. LJ, what's in what's in your junk drawer?
0: So this this was a really interesting question to me because uh, Hannah and I, as you know, are living on our own. Uh, I have had roommates. Since I was born up until right. like basically now. <laughs> so, uh, so we're just now getting to where we don't have to share a junk drawer with seven other people or two other people or something like that. So we're trying to figure out the junk drawer. Like we're still <laughs> in the process of learning it. So I'll tell you, I've got a junk drawer in the office here that, uh, is a more, uh, normal maintained junk drawer that has got the usual suspects. I mean, I've got things like, uh, I mean, I, things I can't explain like, uh, Dead cell phones, but I've also got like flashlights and stamps and batteries <laughs> and pins and uh, a lock pit set, uh, you know, just in case, I guess. Never know. Um, but the the drunk drawer we have in the more central location in
1: the kitchen, I think they're always in the kitchen.
2: If they're um, not in the kitchen, then that's not a drunk drawer. I don't know what that is, but
1: well, and let me say, I have several junk drawers, but I went with the one in the kitchen. Yeah, you <laughs> so, right. You know,
0: well, the junk drawer, the junk drawer. Yeah. Well, so and that's why that's why I bring up this other junk drawer uh, that's not in the kitchen. Because everyone listening kitchen, to this knows
2: when they hear the drunk drawer, there's like a specific drawer in their kitchen. They they in see. the kitchen. Bet,
0: usually, I, it's near the phone. I was about where to say used to be. phone. I bet you could walk into every. I bet you could walk into be. any house and they say, "Hey, could you go into the drunk drawer?" And it'll it'll take you two tar- two tries max to find that it. That
2: is that's I true. You. I bet you can. <laughs>
0: I bet you um, but so in the other one in the in the living room one we're still trying to figure out what's in it so we've got things like saran wrap and trash bags which really should probably be in a different drawer because we've got too much junk uh, coming our way eventually in the junk drawer <laughs> yeah we've got uh we've got some random cups that andrew left um and we've got some like little starbucks clips that we can use for chip bags and that's there really about it because all the other stuff is in a more traditional uh style junk drawer in the wrong room so so i'm in a weird place
2: are y'all's drawers, is, are y'all's junk drawers? I, I guess your your real ones just kind of bare right now. But, Dad, is your junk drawer like neat and organized? No.
1: Okay. No. I was about to say, <laughs> are you a narc? No. No, no, no. No, I, I, I have gone through like all the Sharpies were in like a little plastic container in oh, there. Oh, God. The thumbtacks and push pins were in a, like a separate container. So, but otherwise, it's total chaos. Yeah. That's total the way it's chaos. meant to be. Okay. So, <laughs> so that's that, that it.
2: Yeah. <laughs> now it sounds like we're talking about my junk drawer. I have like this huge drawer. Like it, it was the only one that really made sense to be the junk drawer. And so like, I've just been throwing stuff in there. And right now I wrote down a few things. There's a ton of pins, half of which I'm not sure if they work or not. Like they look like pins I accidentally stole from the bank or something. <laughs> and like, I just, I just put them in there. And then there's a bunch of koozies in there. There's yeah, a bunch of batteries, but the batteries aren't in like, a Duracell box. They're just there. So I don't know if they work
0: just or not. batteries. Yeah. You just like pop them there's out of your remote room in the batteries. drawer. Yeah. yeah. There's
2: like seven of them. And I don't know if they work or not. Speaking of remotes, there's a remote that I accidentally stole from the hotel. And <laughs> then there's a bunch of, there's a bunch of Chick-fil-A sauces. And for some reason, a bunch of ketchup packets when I never use ketchup at home, I've never used it. But for whatever reason, I can't throw them away after I get back with my fast food. I just can't.
0: And then nap. how long can you keep a ketchup packet? Like, do they last indefinitely? They surely. I expire, that was right? like when
2: I thought those were like when the world's in, or like when you have no food, you can survive off You'll, ketchup packets.
1: Eat, eat ketchup, yeah. Just eat ketchup. Yeah, surely they don't go not. Bad.
0: Yeah, they don't go.
2: I'm bad. gonna look
1: it up.
0: I'm gonna look it up, and I probably won't tell you because I don't want to break your heart.
2: Well, and I don't <laughs> understand why I keep the ketchup because I don't eat the ketchup when they put it in the bag. Like I don't hate ketchup, but I don't just. I'd never think to like put ketchup on anything. I'm not like Patrick Mahomes. And so I don't know why I keep them and put them in the drawer, but by God, if I get some Burger King and there's some ketchup in the bottle, I'm going to throw it in the drawer and then throw the bag away every time. You're not
0: like Patrick Mahomes in that one way, right? Just the one way you're not like Patrick Mahomes.
2: Yeah, there's other ways where I may be like Patrick <laughs> Mahomes, but okay, not okay. not in the yeah. catch up sense. I may be like him throwing the football.
0: <laughs> right, right. Speaking Athletic of ability. speaking
2: of Mahomes, did you see uh, Peter King had him reenact the no look pass no look pass for his Monday morning quarterback? There's a tweet. I heard them it say that, and I
0: didn't get to see it. He yeah, did. It. He that. just
2: they did it one take. And he looked the other direction and threw it to a thing. I think they said it was 34 yards downfield. They measured it, hit the target, dead
0: on the money. Like, it was
2: amazing. Really? What is really? Is that the memory?
0: Is that what's happening there? Like, how do you, like, I don't even know uh, the function of my body that I would need to improve
1: to make see, that happen. See, there's people
2: like, like us. There's humans. <laughs> and then there's those kind of people that are something different. I don't know what it is, but like Patrick Mahomes and LeBron James and Michael Jordan and them, they're just, they're, they're different human being than we yeah. are. And I can't believe I'm already throwing my homes in there with the two goats I just
0: mentioned with. Yeah, I, know. I just I, that was Whew. something.
1: Um, Man, wise, I, used to have a, I had a pretty nasty little no look pass on the basketball court there, like <laughs> once or twice in my life. So. <laughs> 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 well, so a, a couple things I've got
0: in my drunk drawer that uh, I, I've been misled about how often I'd use is I've got some like wet wipes that I never use from Buffalo Wild Wings. Like they're just going to sit in there probably forever because I can just wash I my hands. I have some at
2: work. I have some wet wipes at work that I haven't used. Well, like that makes someone, sense to me.
0: Yeah. Well, I it, like the logic behind it makes sense, but I haven't used them yet. But like in your mm. kitchen, I think that's absurd. And I'm like realizing it as I'm looking at yeah, my Yeah, there's, there's a sink right there. You can wash your hands yeah. instead of using that wet right. wipe. And I would rather every <laughs> single time wash my hands. But And then another thing, I've I feel like TV has lied to me about how often I would need brown paper sacks because I've had this bag for like, I don't know, 15 years. And uh, it's it's not going anywhere. So <laughs> more often than
2: not, in a drunk drawer, I haven't been here long enough. I think I have like something since I've moved. That's like sitting in a closet somewhere. A lot of times, cords end up there. Like cords, where you're not quite sure what it goes to, but you're not going to throw yeah. away because by God, one day that one day you're going to be trying to plug up your old Xbox, and there's
1: that cord.
0: Yep, I've actually got two tubs in a closet for that. That's my drunk drawer. <laughs> I've got too many cords.
1: <laughs> yeah, but- I would bet you money. Probably. I don't remember seeing any right now, but I bet you we could all find at least one coin in all our junk drawers. Which I is weird because I don't collect coins in there, but coin. there always ends
2: up being a I coin either. in there. And it's usually, always, it's usually oddly sticky. Yeah,
1: they're <laughs> sticky. Yes. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> I think, a, I think like you'll a, go empty the drawer out and they're stuck on the bottom. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Exactly I don't know why. Right. I think
2: that is one universal thing. Like I think Shay touched on something. A junk drawer... It's just, and we're, uh, we're saying this with, with three white guys recording, but I do think you ask, go into any home and you can, like LJ said, you can find a junk drawer. And for the, for the most part, you're going to find similar things in a lot of junk drawers. And it's going to be a lot of things that people just, for whatever reason, they were taught when they were younger, you don't throw it away because it'll be useful one day.
0: I mean, well, if I walk into a house and someone says, Hey, can you hand me the scissors? And I say, they're not out. And they say, well, they're in the, I'll tell them to stop because I'm going to find them. It'll take me 30 (laughs) seconds. So.
2: Yeah, scissors usually go in my junk drawer, but lately I've been using. I, so I live alone, so a lot of things just get left on the countertops. Yeah, and, and I so, know. Yeah, like at, at times our ahead. coffee
0: tables are junk drawer, and yeah. other times yeah, our side right. tables are our junk drawer. <laughs>
1: Right, right.
2: That's just kind of the kind of way it works when you when you when you when you're not yeah. living under the parent roof anymore. I like could you're kind of just like, oh, I just leave the scissors right here because I will use them again yep. eventually at some
0: point. That's the going wild they talked about in high school movies.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah but here's the thing, guys. That next week you're going to be in the utility room. And you're going to be looking for the scissors, and they're not going to be in the junk drawer where no, they usually are. They're going to be on the dad, junk there's table. Like two rooms they're in gonna my be- apartment.
0: <laughs> 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 okay. Okay. Utility well, room. <laughs> And then once you get out of there, you got to go to the safe room. Once you leave the safe uh, room, you're uh, going to your second
2: den. My guest bedroom and then the study. Yeah, there's there's a lot of different rooms for me to get lost in here. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> point
1: tight, Point made.
2: Okay. Oh. So I was in the shower the other day. I have well, I just I'll just ask you shower thoughts. So I have a. It's kind of like a, an explain it to Kevin the other day. I Great. was I, I was getting ready to <laughs> buy some. Stuff for my shower. I needed some more shampoo and conditioner, so I went to go get it. Why is the shampoo always you set it up and you open it at the top, but the conditioner the lid's always on the bottom? Like if you look at the label, if you put them where the labels are facing right, conditioner's always upside down and shampoo's always right side up. Have you noticed that?
0: Yeah, definitely. I've always noticed that. Do you think there's a reason, or is that just is it maybe to know which one's which? I guess. I think that's 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 always been my guess. Is 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 just the standard. So that way when cuz I take my glasses off to take a shower and I think probably some 40% of Americans and also Dad take And Dad doesn't have his reader to shower. his shower
1: his reader shower so shower readers right. guys I've got to I've been thinking about putting some readers in the shower I've got to check this out I was just Okay so about shower y'all readers may have to just saved there. me y'all may have just saved my life good um, god yeah I mean if you get like usually it's not every
0: shampoo but like almost every shampoo will have a standardized One's up and one's down when it's set in the proper direction. So, yeah, that look for that. Seriously. Really, it's not even like if you get the same
2: brand of shampoo and conditioner. Literally, all shampoo lids, I was looking at Walmart because I was looking through, because then it just intrigued me. All shampoos, the lids on the top and the bottom is normal. Like if you put the label the right way. And then the conditioners, the labels always, if you put it facing the right way, the lid's going to be on the bottom, which actually works better because then when you're running low, there's conditioner right there instead of having to like shake it, you know? Yeah. But I guess maybe they're trying to distinguish it. We might I have just stepped not on wait something. to go look in my shower. Boy, Dad is excited wait. for tomorrow morning shower. <laughs> He's gonna chunk those readers out of the shower and just fully confidently put Axe body wash all
1: in his
0: hair. They keep fogging up. You
1: know, it's just a problem. My damn readers are fogging. And then
0: up. You, you you pull out your little uh your your microfiber uh napkin and
1: it's all wet and everything, so it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, y'all are laughing, but I, but I shave in the shower. Well, when I do shave, I mean, I've got a little bit of hair growth going now, mm-hmm. but when I do shave, I shave in the shower and I mean, I have to get just right with the mirror, you know, because <laughs> of, I mean, it's tough and then it fogs up. I, I mean, <laughs> growing, old, hey, growing old is not for wimps. We'll just say that. Okay. <laughs> what if,
0: uh, so, you know, you can put that like water repellent on your windshield and then the water doesn't stick to it very well and it just kind of runs off of it. Has anyone ever done that to glasses? No, I don't think I don't so. Know. I but the fog still. I think I put Rainix, The fog was put still like still some rainex on my readers, something like that. Yeah, I, I'm thinking I might like find an old pair of glasses and try that now. Yeah, but your fog <laughs> because is that still could be, can be a can game changer,
1: huh? The fog. <laughs> yeah, the fog, like the. When, uh, when you put, it really but no, he's talking about putting rainex on that. I think maybe we'll keep make the fog. I, I think it might. Of-
0: and then the other thing is, if it's on there, even if it does fog, you just let it. The water hit you for a second, and then it'll defog. Well, speaking of million know.
2: dollar ideas, speaking of million yeah. dollar ideas for the shower, I don't understand we, we need to come up with the brand. Like get with get with uh, like Garnier or someone that does shampoo and conditioner and, and and even soap too, but those cause they need to be specific. But like the Spencer's kind of like you do when you wash your hands in a public restroom where you just press it. So like a thing yeah. that's to the left, and instead of having like being a pain to change, because if you've ever worked somewhere where you change them, they're not like a terrible pain, but you do have to kind of like open it. And sometimes they got to finagle a little bit and put the new one in. Just make one where you literally take the thing out that you bought from Walmart and put the new one in. And then you can just keep doing your dispenser. I think this is a genius idea. I'm into that. Then if you did this this way, so here's my other thought. If you did it this way, you could have like your shampoo and conditioner always is in like maybe on the left and the shampoos the left, left and the conditioners right to the right. And then soaps (laughs) over here on your right side of the head. So I really (laughs) thought this out. Then because a lot of you, you like to shower your in the morning, your left
0: left, as opposed to the left,
2: the center, and the, right. the left and then the left left. So then those are on that side. And then on the right, my left your or your lash.
0: left.
2: <laughs> and then the way it works is you like to shower in the morning. So I like wake up and I'm kind of groggy. And sometimes you turn that light on right when you wake up. And boy, that light can be bright. Now I don't mm. need a light. I can go take the shower. And have yeah. no light in there and still know where all my crap's at and just be reaching yep. around and it, it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And then I'm not, dad never needs his reader because he knows the conditioner's always in this one. It's always, and then the shampoo's in the left left. He always does
0: it.
1: Yeah. yeah. Now we're talking. That would be a good idea. I've taken a shower before when the power went out. Mm-hmm. That's not fun. It's really not fun.
0: <laughs> I love dark showers. I totally like, no. I'll do it every now and again just to, you know, have a dark really? shower. Really? Just, That's yeah. Like totally a, it's like in a whole dark. different ambiance. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's a different world. You're not like necessarily going. It's like relaxing. It's like because showers are already relaxing and then just being alone with like no stimulus, but the water hitting the back of your head nice and hot. It's the best guys. Also, also
2: another another thing, another thing we should like while we're while we're making these. I was thinking this, too. Just have like a, you know how your radio has like a preset and you can have like one, two, three, four and they're different radio stations. Well, your shower can have a a preset and like four is the temperature. I always like to shower. It's real hot. But there's also like a three that's a little cooler. And so I don't have to like, so if I wanted to completely shower in the dark, I wake up and I wake up in the shower. By the time I get out of there, I'm wide awake. But I can just wake up, press four and let that water and it'll take a second to heat up like it always does. But it gets to that temperature that I've set it at. Perfect. Yeah. Now, by the time- that. By the time I get out of the shower, now I'm awake and I can turn those lights on. I'm mm. fully bright, bright and wide awake. I don't have to like, you know, walk in there with my eyes all squinted and the lights hurting me. Just saying, make waking up a peaceful, peaceful time. Well,
1: you know what's interesting about that? So I have one of those showers that it's one knob is and you kind of put it in the middle between hot I and cold. I guess there's like a the certain level you, you know warm. where you put it. huh? So, yeah, I mean, like I'm usually in the summertime, I'm about a two o'clock in the <laughs> winter. feeling a little frisky. I'm. No, no, dude. In the winter time, I'm more like 12, And I don't know if that's because the pipes are a little colder that it has to run through in the attic or something. But literally, I'm about 12, in the wintertime and about 2, 215 well, in the summertime. 2, 215. <laughs> well, I guess this goes
2: back to and LJ tried to explain to me and it wasn't as interesting a while back ago. I think I brought it up either to y'all or on the pod, but. The way my shower works is, and some other people's is similar, I think. Where my cold, if you turn it just right, now that's a good hot. If you turn it just yeah. an inch to the left, now it's cold. An inch to the right, now it's hot, like it's burning hot. There's just like there's oh, that an inches one you're sweet overselling
0: spot. it. We're talking yeah, millimeters. It's, yeah, like yeah mean, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. It's
2: like literally sometimes you, like you I just tap get it. it. Yeah, I'm literally like sometimes like <laughs> just tapping it over to <laughs> try to get it the right way. And so yeah. if I just had a button. If I could get it the perfect temperature and then go set this for 1 this is my fave and then i also have yeah. a 2 when i when i'm maybe you know just got done playing basketball haven't done that in forever but say i just got done playing basketball i'm sweating i don't want it as hot so i have a 3 you know yeah. i just think it's it it, it could work it's a good idea. And I you like can also it. have
0: it, you know, set up with like something on your phone. So when you like it, when it knows the temperature outside, it goes ahead and just
1: moves at three or four degrees. And
0: I'm sure. We could just really futurize bathrooms.
1: Or just say hey Siri, set the tip temp- set the uh, the shower at level four. <laughs> <You> know, <laughs> I'm, and, I'm sure though, just, like <laughs> just like my just like
2: my walk light that we that we had before that someone had already created. I'm sure someone's probably yeah. already created this stuff and I'm just too poor to well, invest in prob- it but, yet. But we
0: could be the first people to put it together and sell it to the mass market. I mean, like, let's quit the podcast game and get into the bathroom game. I'm just saying now might be a chance. Integrate them.
2: We'll integrate them. We'll even put some waterproof speakers mm-hmm. where you can, like, play a podcast. Be like, play the newest JPP oh, yeah. pod.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah. Here we go.
2: Absolutely.
1: It'll come preloaded with all of our episodes, of course.
2: Clearly, yeah. You get the best <laughs> preloaded on there. That's a we'll selling put, like, point, you,
1: you know? <laughs> Set set shower level to four and queue up the latest JPP pie. Oh yeah, baby! Yeah, <laughs> gonna be a good shower tonight, boys. Oh man, I will tell you, it, it, uh,
2: the shower game—the shower game changed back when Mom first bought that waterproof radio. LJ, you remember that? Oh we could yeah, listen to Music yeah. in the shower.
0: Yeah, nothing's My ever been the same. showers
2: changed for life. Yeah, I was like, yeah. boy, yeah. I can throw a ninety-five nine and just jam while I'm yep. taking the shower.
0: Yep, yep. Now, sometimes I take a shower without music just for the novelty of it.
2: I hardly ever. Like I almost always skew up (laughs) something to to listen to while I'm in the shower. I like to sing. The shower is a good place to sing. So if you put some music on, you just start belting out. But then again, it can be annoying if you're. If you share a house with someone, it can be annoying having that person. Like I've had a roommate that was played their music and sang in the shower, especially like when they wake up earlier than you, and you just hear them singing <laughs> their little butt off, and and the music's playing all loud. They're they're over there singing some Usher or something. You're like, God, God shut God, up. La, la. <laughs> You're like, trust me, it doesn't sound near as good out here. <laughs> a perfect segue on oh, to the the way we wrap him up every week uh what we're listening to I'll start over with actually I'm going to go ahead and kick it off cuz I just talked about I'll queue up some yeah. stuff Yeah,
0: you never go first yeah
2: I'm gonna, I'm going to kick it off I actually been listening to some old school I I don't think I've said this I know I've said Kanye before but specifically late registration Kanye I've been jamming sure. some yeah. good late reg before he before he jumped off the deep that's end that's great and, like basically it's it's like uh. You know how they have like A D like in B C. It's like B Kim K B K before before the Kardashians. <laughs> yeah, that Kanye was was.
0: I think a lot of people have that in their timeline. <laughs> yeah,
2: Tristan Thompson. You know, <laughs> there's
0: a lot of guys uh, that Lamar have yeah, Odom, yeah, Lamar maybe?
2: Odom and Chris Humphreys. <laughs> there's a lot of before the Kardashian hit. <laughs> but yeah, that's what I've been jamming to. Anyway. Some, some good late reg with you know with the teddy bear on the. On the album cover, just some yeah. good stuff. Also, shot great album covers too with the teddy bears. I love those back in the yeah. day.
0: Yeah, for sure. LJ, what, what mm. about you?
2: What have you been listening to?
0: Well, can I can I take it a little different route? Can I do a different? You can always take a little answer? different route. The world yeah. is your oyster. All right. So, okay. Well, so I'm going to change it a little bit because for one, uh, I've been listening to music for shows, and it's been mostly really aggressive rap and metal for like a really weird version of Macbeth we're doing. I'm really excited about it, but. None of that music's going to sound good on our playlist. But the other thing is this is kind of a platform where we get to shout out things that we think are really cool that other people should check out. And if you're a board game nerd, we just got this game called Gloomhaven and we have not stopped playing Say it. Again. It is the coolest board game I've Gloomhaven, G L O O M Haven. Okay. It is the coolest board game I've ever played. I mean, now let's be real, you got to be a real board game nerd and you got to have somebody that will consistently play it with you. Because you know, like the way it's set up, you can play essentially one game for like years if you do it. it it's it's but years? it's years, so cool. Yeah, but like you can also break the game in the middle and like play with different people. It is such a neat idea. It's like a kind of nerdy fantasy game. Um, but it is. I mean, seriously, it is one of my favorite board games I've ever played. I mean, Blade. if not it's my favorite, it's so cool. Okay, but yeah. It's. I mean, it's also expensive right now. Like, I'm not saying everybody go out and buy it today, but like, if you're a board game nerd. It's worth the money. Oh, is it up. the
2: one you were talking mm-hmm. about? Like the really, someone got you the a board game, and it was supposed yeah, to be like this really from cool the game.
0: And it, the box is thirty pounds, and uh, mm. it's fantastic game. Thirty it's pounds, so cool. I love it. Wow, yeah, I know, yeah. We, we it took its own load to get it out to the car. You know, we we needed to take our time, not hurt our backs. Well, so. uh, color <laughs> color me
2: intrigued. I'm definitely intrigued. I, I love yeah, it. Color, yeah. I love a good <laughs> board game. I I can't get enough of them. But
1: yeah. I know you Pops, doing. what about okay. you?
2: What, what what have you been either playing, listening to, you um, h- however you want to go with
1: it? Oh, I've been listening to some Rosillo podcast, actually, probably more than anything My lately. Man. But I did hear a song the other day that really got me. It was uh Ben Harper ben song. Pineapple which I, pineapple
0: I, pen. But,
1: <laughs> no, I, did, I did like I, <laughs> LJ and I couldn't find that to put on. You have to I help me find because I want the video. I sent you I sent an email. Email. Did you okay? It's got the video part too? Okay. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I think I did get something, but I was busy last week. Anyway, blah blah blah. <laughs> so, uh Ben Harper's Diamonds on the Inside. I just I heard that the other day. Uh, it's just one of my all-time favorites. Fantastic song. It's a great song. Yeah. So that's uh that's yeah. that's what really struck me this past week.
0: Great song, great artist. Good good fantastic. stuff. You know,
2: uh, nothing better than putting on a, a a good a good board game with some good tunes behind you. Now good now tunes. we're talking. Oh, man. Oh,
0: man. Love slice yeah. of heaven. That well, I'm about to go play some Gloomhaven and listen to some Ben Harper and Kanye. I think it's about was about to happen. This is so. perfect.
2: And then Dad's about to go check his shower because he thinks he can throw those uh, readers out out the out the window. I know.
1: Yeah, that is the first place but, I'm going when I leave here, guaranteed.
0: But but if you can't, put some water repellent
1: on them. Yeah, on the okay. glasses. We'll make it happen. Buy some rain <laughs> eggs. Okay. All
0: right. Yeah. Hopefully,
2: hopefully by the next time we're recording this, uh, Mori Davenport will be reinstated by the dumb Alabama. High school association
0: yeah uh, oh hope so real we quick do episode by episode yeah update. real quick uh
2: we're le- we're recording this on Sunday the next time we get on the, the college football ch- or the time people hear this the college football championship will have been played uh, let me get a let me get a winner and a score for the Alabama Clemson game I'll start with you LJ <sighs> I know you keep up with a ton of college football
0: yeah I I've watched one game and you're sitting next to me um, All right. And then I watched. Okay. So but here's what i want going to say. Eight, well, uh, do you want to talk about Clemson's quarterback? Yeah. Clemson's quarterback is the douchiest looking human I have ever seen in my life. I don't know anything about him. He seems like a great guy. He's obviously very talented. I have no reason to dislike him, <laughs> but he looks like an ass. Like I just hate <laughs> LJ him. LJ hated from him. <laughs>
2: LJ couldn't stand him.
0: Like wow. I don't know why. I don't know why I got such a strong reaction to his physical look. I don't know what it is. I couldn't even describe it. I know a lot of people that look similar to him in different ways. I don't know. But so, with that in mind, Alabama's winning this game. Um just that's my only reason. And also because they're maybe the greatest college football score? team. Um let's go with uh I don't know, 45 to to 22.
2: All right. Wow, blowing them out. I think the the point spread's like five and a half right now.
0: After the third touchdown, they realized they needed to go for two. That's how we got to 22 there.
2: I'm worried, LJ, that you're going to have to see old Trevor Lawrence for a long time because he was like Uh, the highest rated prospect to ever come out of college football. And he's kind of like Andrew Luck was where they're saying he's perfect.
0: He's like 18 years old or something too, right? Like I I hate a child, essentially. I don't know what my problem is. I've got a problem.
2: he felt bad, like he was like I. I kind of feel bad, Kevin. I hate this kid, and he's he's yeah, younger I, than you. I he's not eighteen to. or nineteen, and I can't stand him, and I have no reason to hate oh him. In four
0: years, he's going to be a Bronco, and I'm going to love him. So, <laughs> <laughs> and then he'll be a part of the Weeze.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. He'll be on the Wee team. <laughs> Dad, what, what do you got? What's your score? Well, I'm going to take Alabama. And I think I'm gonna have it a little closer. I want to go 35-32, Alabama. That's a little
2: closer. Go on these weird, these weird two scores, 32 and 22. Um, I yeah. hate. I don't want to go. Just same, same with you guys. But Alabama is really good. But you know what? I'm gonna go with old Dabo Sweeney and 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 the, LJ's favorite quarterback. I think Clemson <laughs> beats them in a high scoring. I'm gonna say 38-35. Uh, That's what I'm gonna go.
0: Who is that? So, uh, who's that? That uh, betting company that's going to lose a lot of money if you're right. Talking Remember about that? my bookie? No, no, not my bookie. Oh. Who is that company that paid? They already paid out the the winnings on Alabama. Oh, they the pay, Yeah,
1: they paid the winnings.
2: Oh, um, who do we say? I think was it FanDuel that already paid out winnings. I forget. Who I think it said was FanDuel. Yeah. Paid so if you're right, FanDuel, FanDuel, FanDuel loses
0: like. Like tens of thousands A of dollars, lots of so, money. Yeah, they they yeah. get screwed. Hundreds of thousands, maybe.
2: So we will see. I, I'm excited to see. Oh, by the way, did you see that instead of doing for the international broadcast of the game? Guess who's getting to call that? Hey. Joe Tessator, oh, no. Jason Witten, and Booger McFarland.
1: Oh, oh wow! Okay. <laughs> instead of so yeah. on
2: ESPN two, instead of showing what they used to show was the coaches' film room, where it was like Mac Brown, and last year it was old Burt because he was fired and it's basically old fire coaches getting to talk about the game like a little coaches film room (laughs) and instead of doing that which a lot of people kind of like they're going to put on the monday night football crew who uh doesn't always get the best uh review well let me just set my
0: vcr for that bad boy i'll have to watch that over and over again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Will they have yeah. the Booger Mobile?
2: No, did you see? In the playoff game, Booker didn't, they didn't do the Booger Mobile. He was in the booth. You're right. He's in the booth. <laughs> then never mind. Yeah. I'm not programming by VCR <laughs> at all. no booger mobile no lj and that's it that's final (laughs) all right i think that'll do it for another good week of the jpp well actually that's just half the week we're we're finally getting back to our regular schedule pro game and we'll come back at you here in a couple days with a good playoff but we'll react to more in depth to the wild card weekend and some of the things we couldn't believe in things we were impressed by and then we'll touch on what we think about i'm sure we'll talk about the cowboys going up against the rams divisional round we might even I'm mention sure the Broncos.
0: Who hell, who knows? Well, I imagine we might mention the Steelers. We'll see. Oh boy, well so yeah, who, we might who knows? Something might break
2: between now and then. I mean it's it's only a few days, yeah. but Antonio Brown can make a headline. <laughs> We've learned that. So no doubt. All right. That'll do it, guys. I will catch All you right. in a couple of days. Peace out. Peace.
1: Peace.